Welcome back to another week of fun and frivolity with Kent and the steering team. As always, you're joined by myself, Drew, my dear friends, Bianca and Philip. <laughs> Unfortunately, Kent can't be here this week. He's busy getting this movable feast underway. Anyway, on with the show. How are we, team? I am leading the way and... Shining. Shining. Yes. Like a polished diamond. Yep. Yes. Yes, exactly. You, Drew? Feeling spiritual there? Yeah. 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 There was a bit of a... Bit of soul there. there. Was a bit, we had a bit of a sing-along before we started this episode. I didn't sing very much, and I was singing. Yeah, no. You it was entertaining. Mm. I've made sure to leak basically all of that raw record of that. <laughs> um, Never happened. Drew, how Hello. are you? I- I'm good. I'm good. Good. Are you uh, excited for this week's episode? I'm very excited. I'm excited for every week's episode. Are you There's excited? not no, been no. a week that I haven't been excited for. But I you... have. Every time we record after 11, I'm just not excited. Yeah, like last week. Jeez. Yeah. No, but Drew, are you excited about this week's one for a very particular reason? Yes. Are you? Uh, do you know what's coming? Yes. Oh, yeah? Tell us. Yes. Sorry, the I stars. That. Yeah, that's it. Are going to align. Yep, um, exactly. We've got three things for you this week. We've got a little bit of a big update for you on um, Israel and Palestine. Um, We have some interesting kind of throwback to childhood. We're talking childhood programming. Yes. Um, And we also have um, a battle of the stars. So we're trying to work out if, um, if the wars or the trek is the way to go. Is there a comparison? You tell us. It is the way. It is the way. Mm. The prime Um, directive. Yeah. Anyway, let's uh, kick off, shall we, with some Israel versus Palestine. Let's get the depressing stuff out of the The way this week. The ouchy one. And then we'll end on a high. Um, Up in the stars. Damn it. Continue. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) That was mine. On with the show. On with the show. Uh, Look, as we talked about last week, we said we'd bring bring some updates from the Palestinian-Israeli conflict. And as we are recording today, it's the 10th day since Israel began firing on Gaza. And the death toll is 253 Palestinians, including 64 children, 12 Israelis, including and 12 Israelis, including one child. Um, Gaza is reporting six, what, 1,620 injured. Um, Israel have also said that they have 200 injured uh, from the Hamas rockets. And on the Eight, oh, yeah, so on, and on the 18th of May, Australian time, I think it was during the night between the 17th and the 18th in uh, Palestine and Israel. Yeah. Um, Israel rained 110 bombs down on Gaza overnight without stopping. Um, they did this to destroy the tunnels under the city, which Hamas used to store weapons and where they hide their forces. But it also happened to be where some Gaza citizens were hiding from the bombs and to destroy those bombs, they had to basically bomb heaps of buildings in Gaza, including the only COVID testing science lab. I think that that's a pretty um, pretty long bow there to try and sell that one as the reason for you uh, destroying an entire city, killing many innocents, just to say, oh, no, we're getting the tunnels under the city. We just had to clear... We just had to clear basically all signs of, um, of life on the surface just to get the... the the tunnels underneath. De- Devil's oh. advocate, but those they could have chosen areas where they knew people would be hiding or where there are labs 
as places to hide the weapons. Yes. So, um, look, I there's no doubt that Hamas is in Gaza. Yeah. Um, but also, there's also um, Israelis in Israel. So, like, you got to weigh up which one's <laughs> the bad one. Well, no, but Hamas does stupid things and bad things and are technically aligned with terrorist organizations, but they're also, they don't claim themselves as terrorists. They claim themselves as freedom fighters, but. I'd also then, you know, again, um, being the, the, the loudmouth here, the, the outspoken one here, um, I'd also kind of say that anyone that rains 110 missiles in a single night down on um, basically civilians in the hope of getting some bad guys, you're kind of putting the terrorist label on yourself. And if you try and avoid that, that I agree with fucking shit. And you can try and say whatever you want, but you are absolutely being well, terrorists. let's go on and we're going to pull out yeah. some more. Yeah. So, uh, so didn't they also block off a hospital? Uh, well, uh, you say, we, look, no, they, they bombed near a hospital yeah. and the ground then caved in again, tunnels underneath and all this sort of shit. But yeah. basically, so it blocked off one of the routes to a hospital. They also, um, um, the, the officers of Al Jazeera, um, and Associated Press and stuff like that, um, that, that, that was also one of the things that was destroyed and i is that not kind of a war crime i mean to to basically deliberately target a media organization that also happens to be one of the ones reporting on said conflicts yeah isn't that a little bit war crimey so it is terrorist like technically a war crime um you can't destroy media outlets that's i mean Mm -hmm. that it's considered a form of like shutting down the news and yeah, all that Yeah, it's neutral kind of- territory and you've just gone and stepped on it. New- news outlets, hospitals, uh, medical mm-hmm. and peace broke, like uh, mm. people who go out there to just like uh, bring, try and bring aid. Mm. Stopping that is like bombing them. That's a war crime. And, and again, Israel's basically just got and swept all of this off the table and said, no, but we're getting the things underneath it. I don't give well, a shit what's underneath it. They could be like gold under there or they're like a bomb that's going to destroy the world underneath there but if you're doing that no nah. specifically they said that they were t- that within the building hamas were hiding weapon caches um but the yeah. associate press tough shit president Israel. and ceo gary pruitt released a statement saying that they were shocked and horrified that the israeli military would target and destroy the building the Israeli government did give them time to evacuate, but the AP president asked for evidence that Hamas was in a building, which I think is fair. That's absolutely Their building a fair got call. destroyed. All of their computers got destroyed. They didn't get time to take out any of their work, mm-hmm. anything that they were writing on. They kept asking for more time and Israel refused to give that to them. Um, uh, Gary said he... Uh, the AP Bureau has been in the building for 15 years. They had no indication that Hamas was in the building or active in the building. Yeah. And it was something that they actively checked to the best of their ability and they would never knowingly put their journalists at risk like that. There is also the footage of, um, uh, from, you know, I've seen it on Reddit many times, of the Israeli soldier there who's literally dead set about to throw a grenade straight at some journalists and... Um, 
patients essentially who are out on the footpath. I did not see and this. Only, and only because there's a camera looking straight at him, he goes and out of the corner of his eye sees the camera and you see him with his grenade go and just quickly pull it back down again as if he's not going to throw it. And like this motherfucker was ready to lob this thing straight at that crowd of people. And there was not anyone of any kind of like suspicion in that crowd. It was like, Jesus, mate, I, what I are you doing? I can't remember his surname, but his first name was Tom. Mm. And he was 22 in 2003 the guy when he MySpace. died. No. Um, he, he was a photojournalist in uh, Palestine. Mm. And he also happened to be working with one of the Peace Corps. So he was their photojournalist specifically. Yeah. And he saw Israeli soldiers targeting a bunch of children. Um, they said that there was some sort of terrorist outbreak, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, they I, they were aiming their guns at kids. Mm. He was a British journal, photojournalist, mind you, which is the only reason why we know about the story because he went to um, save the kids. He got two kids out, went back for the third and got shot in the head. Mm. And they original statement from Israel were that... Whoops, we thought he was, bef- we well, thought he was well, no, a, no, no. Um, a Palestinian. Before they knew who he was, they said that they killed a terrorist. Dumb shit. He went wrong. to the hospital, the Palestinian hospital. They declared him dead, mm-hmm. but he still had some brain activity. I don't know why I remember this story. They declared him dead, but he still had some brain activity. Um, he got transferred to an Israeli hospital because mm-hmm. that's when they found out he was a British photojournalist and they were like, oh, shit. Oops. So they took him to his their, their hospital, which had better equipment, performed some surgery on him, thought they were thought they saved him, but then they transferred him to back to the UK where they said, nah, he's got no brain activity. And he was in a vegetative state for like, I think almost a year before... Mm-hmm. They pulled the plug because there was nothing they could do for him. His brain was blown out. Um, that's what a bullet will do. But yeah, so like, it's, it's not soldier. like, but that that's one of the stories of them killing journalists that I always remember. But anyway. Um, yeah, no, uh, look, um, I think it was the US Secretary, Secretary, Secretary of State, Secretary, 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 Secretary of State, um, Anthony, what's this that we've got written down? Anthony Blinken. Blinken. Man, blinking crazy. Um, <laughs> said that the United States um, has uh, received further in, um, information about Israel's destruction of Gaza um, or of the Gaza high, um, high rise um, that housed local officers of Al Jazeera and the AP, um, but that they can't release any info on it at this time um, or comment on it, which is, you know, come on, just fucking comment on it. It's a bit obvious it was on the bloody television we don't need you to comment on it we've seen it just now say something about what you saw on tv it's that simple um well they've acknowledged that they they yeah. got a report about it it's almost like um should we kind of start a tally or something like that about war crimes that israel have committed though like i think we're at the point where we can almost get like a full gate for our tally you know off the board at least we, we could tick off every exactly exactly um you know last week it was the white phosphorus it was the guy um wanting to throw the grenade at um, journalists and uh, patients. Yeah. Um, it was the bombing of the media, now the bombing of a hospital. Like, come on, we're at four. We're almost at a full gate. Well, back to the hospital quickly. Um, they're actually reporting that they're overwhelmed between the injured and the fact that they also still have COVID patients. Mm-hmm. So they don't really have much room left. I think it's crazy that, you know, here we're 
somewhat sheltered from the extremities of, mm. of COVID, but that it's still happening in the world a lot. Obviously, yeah. it is. But also, it's happening here. Like, as in, it's happening in Israel and Palestine to a lot. <laughs> like, it's not a little kind of thing. It's still a huge thing for these people. Well, I think they're, like, mostly... Well, no. So, Israel got is mo- is half vaccinated they got the two shot pfizer and what about um palestine well okay so uh, back in march they had more than half the re- half of israelis with both shots and then for the rest of them about half of them at least had had one shot right um right okay. i can't find yes. the current stats but in the regards to palestinians at the time it happened to have a second wave yeah. And originally, so both sides have a lot of propaganda and both sides have a lot of propaganda. So you can't really tell what's new, real and what's fake. Mm. Um, but Israel said that they offered Palestinians the vaccine. Va- Palestinians said that it never happened. I believe that it never happened. Uh, Palestinians then said Israel were blocking them from getting mm. the vaccine because Israel controls all of their imports and exports. They can't mm. do anything. They don't have their own docks. They don't have any, anything. Um, Israel said that never happened. Um, I, I think, uh, just quickly, I think that a really telling point on this is, do you think Israel would waste their vaccines on people that they were about to blow well, up? I highly doubt This it. is the thing. So I, when they had their second wave, because a lot of Palestinians actually do work in Israeli territories yeah. and West Bank is supposed to be Palestinian and there's a lot of Palestinians living there but is now mostly occupied by Israel. The Israelis realized, oh, fuck, they're all carriers. And then started giving out free, extended their vaccination program to the Palestinians. Mm. But it was after most of them had been vaccinated. Um, And the second wave- Protecting themselves. Yeah. Essentially. But yes, I I don't know if we're going to actually get an answer on how many Palestinians have been vaccinated because that all started in March. And also there's probably a lot that are dead now. So Well, true. Um, yeah, and trying to account for numbers after mm. the fact. Well, yeah. the fact, yeah. So that they they all got that we we were not going to not going to know for a while about no. COVID. I don't think they really care right now, but still, it's sad that they're overwhelmed with COVID and these people who are getting bombed. Yeah, look, there've been protests all over the world, siding with Palestine. And Bella Hadid actually was called out by the Israeli government for going to one on the Israeli Twitter feed. Uh on their English account, I think. Ah. Oh wait, on the English one. So I don't know if it's Twitter, but I know at least on Instagram that the a lot of Palestinians have called out Israel on the fact that they have two Instagram accounts. One is in Hebrew, so it's only for Jewish people. Yep. Well, anyone who can understand Hebrew, but it's mostly aimed. The target audience is mm. Jewish people. And what it's like they post photo, like they post videos of the bombings and like just some pretty graphic stuff of them owning Palestine. Um, and then... On the English one, they like post a lot of videos of Israelis running from sirens and bombs and covering children and showing how much Israeli is suffering from Hamas attacks. Wait, and no, it's just but, hey, way on. too different. No, but is is that is that the video? Is that the one where there's the Israeli guy who's covering the kid, but you know, like looking out from for bombs and stuff like that, and like trying to be like, oh my god, there's like um, bombs coming and everything like that. But then there's literally a guy in the background just walking his dog because there's literally no threat whatsoever, and it's all <laughs> basically just bullshit. Not Is- that video exactly, but yes, videos like that. Right. Yeah. But, but they, they're posting a lot of like highly edited propaganda f- edits. Right. Yeah. 
love a good bit of propaganda. Oh, yeah. But back to, back to the protests. There's actually a lot of Israelis and Jews marching with the Palestinians. Yes. Um, especially on... So May 15th was Nakba Day, which the Palestinians call the catastrophe. Yep. Um, it's basically like, you know, we have we have Australia Day. Yep. Um, May 15th is technically Israeli pa- Independence Day. Yep. But because they have the Shabbat, which they can't practice any holidays or do anything on. Yep. It moves every year. Um, but yeah, May 15th is called Nakba. It's the catastrophe. And it's the day that uh, Israel was technically created um, in 1948. And yeah, so a lot of Palestinians went to protest because they always do every year, but plus this year's extra charge. But there's a lot of actual Jewish groups who don't think Israel represent them. And mm-hmm. I just think it's interesting the media just doesn't cover that at all. Well, until a fight breaks out and then they're all over it, basically. Yeah, but it's interesting how the media has played a part in the Palestinian-Israeli conflict all these years because people still don't fully believe that it's always been Israel in 1948 just finalized that. I think the best explanation for it is like, well, not just propaganda, but like World War Two. Yeah. Rightfully after World War Two. There was a lot of sympathy and guilt given to the social, the Jewish population because, like, fuck, the Holocaust happened. And that's, like, shit. The Holocaust was horrifying. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. Don't. You will never hear me any decent human being saying that the Holocaust wasn't that bad. Yeah, 100%. The Holocaust was horrific. It's just, yeah. So, but yeah. So, but history was basically rewritten in 1948 saying that the Palestinians didn't even exist like palestine wasn't a thing and every may 15th they kind of like talk about the fact that they erased palestinian history when they created the state of israel which is yeah it it, to me it just kind of sounds like one genocide to make up for another genocide essentially it is but un doesn't actually recognize palestinians plight as a genocide which is in some ways worse than what happened to the Jews because it's no longer being recognized. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I think that if it is quite funny, despite all the media attention at the moment and the fact that there are all these protests going on around the world, the UN haven't said anything about this bloody thing. Um, you know, after a third emergency United Nations Security Council meeting in a week, um, the US basically has blocked a joint statement for calling an immediate like ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. Like, <laughs> there's, there's a lot going on, but fuckholes going on how could they not just figure out something though like according to the jerusalem post as of yesterday there are seventy-two thousand displaced palestinians including forty-seven thousand seeking protection in 58 united nations relief and works agency schools across gaza another twenty-five thousand displaced people are staying with host families Yes. Um, Surely you can come up with a statement well, about well, this. Well, on that, it, it's kind of um, ironic because those statements came from the UN Undersecretary General um, for Humanitarian Affairs and Emergency Relief Coordinator, Mark oh, Lowcock. Hanging wow. Low, hanging low, uh, hanging he's, low he's Mark. He's hanging in there. Um, oh. Geez, imagine that on a bloody um, business card. That's a very Imagine being like the Secretary of the UN and then being like, yes... Lowcock, please come to the council. The undersecretary. <laughs> yeah. Undersecretary. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's a long title. UN Undersecretary General for Humanitarian Affairs and Emergency Relief Coordinator, 
and his name is Mark Lowcock. That was a direct thing out of the Jerusalem I, I, Post. I wonder if his um, I wonder if his business card droops at one side. Anyway, um, wow. He said there is no safe place in Gaza where two million people have been forcibly isolated from the rest of the world for over thirteen years. Speaking um, of that, now thirty five hundred rockets have been launched between Israel and Gaza. He said um, the indiscriminate launching of rockets by armed groups towards populated areas in Israel is unacceptable and must end. So... He's the only person who's made a statement. Wow. Yeah, but... It feels but, a but, little but, bit wishy-washy. But, 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 but why is the, the end of that statement, Palestine, stop launching rockets at populated areas of Israel, please? Like, you think? Really? It's just toward populated areas in Israel is unacceptable. Yeah, don't worry about the populated areas of Gaza. That's fine. I mean, look, look it's all Hidiyar of Jazeera, Gaza is populated. Matter. You've got to remember, like Gaza is about fourteen kilometers by twelve kilometers. I think yeah. I was reading today. That's in in total for the fact that like two million people live there or something. Mm. It's not a lot of space. Mm. Yeah, but no, but think about it. I mean, look. Okay, we get that about Gaza, but please, Palestine, stop firing rockets at Israel. Poor Israel. All it's done is try to kick people out of their homes forever and then get really upset when, <laughs> when people are really, really like upset that you're taking their homes. Oh. So, of course, you've got to fire rockets at them. That gives the person that you're firing rockets at no reason to fire r- rockets back at you. I Poor wanna, Israel. I want to reiterate that I don't think Hamas does the right thing. No. Nah. Of course not. I don't think either but, of them are doing the right populated areas just... where Hamas are hiding under isn't an excuse to bomb those populated areas to try and to try and get to Hamas. No, but, but in, instead Go of, into the tunnels then. In, yeah, instead of being bashful, be smarter. I think, yep. I think the media, the UN and Israel disproportionately blame Hamas for everything. It's easy. That's it is why. easy, mm. but like Hamas didn't, this whole thing started because of Sheikh Jarrah, which was just that Israel decided, yep, no, we're going to make a court decision. We have this. With these six people, these six families, they're all getting kicked out of the houses. These six families who have been there for 60, 70 years. Again, Israel said, we're going to make this decision. Is uh, Palestine said, how dare you? And then Israel said... I beg your pardon, you're pissed off at what I'm doing? That's it. You get a rocket to the well, face. F- but, like, they protested first. It wasn't even... They didn't start off by bombing. Mm. They I mean, started again, off by Israel protesting. It was Israel that bombed. Like, are you kidding me? You're winning. And yeah. What are you doing? You're the one that kicks someone else out. You can't be upset if someone hits you because it's like... It's like... Basically, it's kind of like um, shooting somebody and on the way down, that person falls and bumps into your foot as their body hits the floor and then you're going oh my fucking god how dare you touch me and then shooting their body like a million times it's like what are you doing it's like how a food fight starts yeah well you know i think i think of it more like the um australian frontier wars Mm -hmm. yeah australians killed a lot of aboriginals but also 2500 australians died during that Oh, yep. not Australians, British at the time. Yep. No. Yep. Two thousand five hundred British. British died. It's those, like saying those savages killed it's us. It's saying like you know what you know why we caused the genocide of the Aboriginal people. Two thousand five hundred British soldiers died, yep. so they're all gonna die. Exactly. That's the equivalent. We shot some Aboriginals. They didn't like that, so they tried to go after us, and then we 
now that's it. Yeah, they, no, they've, they've no, sealed we, their fate we kick, because they started it because we did. We kicked them off their land. We told them that they couldn't be here anymore. They got mad at us, so we killed them, obviously. Yeah, they sealed their fate when they didn't accept the fact that we're going to kill them and get rid of them. They had that's an option fault. to not do anything and just die on their own accord. Yep. But they didn't, so we had to kill How them. Dare that's, they? that's literally the equivalent of what I think of it like. I agree. And I think that's disgusting. And I can't, I can't sympathize. I just can't. I think that this is uh, an ongoing topic that will most definitely rear its head in coming weeks. Yes. Um, but for now, I think we should move on to something a little bit more lighthearted. A much more lighthearted battle, I think. Um, let's go to a commercial. We'll be back with Star Wars versus Star Trek. Hi guys, I know we just threw to a commercial, but this is not the commercial. Uh, this is just a quick update because uh, between recording this episode, editing this episode and posting this episode, Hamas and Israel did agree to a ceasefire on Friday the 21st of May. Um, we did not know that at the time of recording that that was going to happen, obviously, but uh, Egypt has mediated a truce between them for the time being. We will see what the outcome of that is definitely on next week's episode. Just thought I'd update you in case you were wondering why we were talking about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict like it was still happening, but it's just because of timing and how we record the episodes. So more on that next week, but for now, here is the commercial. Never quite able to measure up in the kitchen? Can't get your quantities right? Struggling with your measuring cups? Then it's time to get the most useful kitchen accessory on the market, the Measure to Measure Kit will allow you to measure your measuring cups accurately. No more over or under filling. With our measure to measure kit, you'll be able to fill your measuring cups perfectly every time. No more being off the mark in the kitchen. Get your measure to measure kit today. So there's an age old debate. Um, Is it better to be a fan of Star Wars or Star Trek? Are they comparable? In the words of uh, Jack Nicholson from probably the greatest sci-fi film of all time, Mars Attacks, why can't we all just get along? Ah, oh, that movie's brilliant. I have to watch that, that movie soon. That was a really good imitation. It really was. He's just saying that... No, no I... that was a good I'm, Jack Nicholson. That was a good Jack Nicholson. I was... I appreciate that. Thank that's you. why I looked over. Yeah. I was worried. I appreciate that. I was like, that's impressive. I didn't really know where I was going with it, but I appreciate so, that. Thank continue. you very much. We're going to no, have no. to watch Mars Attacks one yeah, day. I think I've it... never seen it. Oh my come, God. Come over to my place. No, I've got wait. the Blu-ray. I've got uh, the big TV It's a tangent, well. but it's a necessary tangent. Bianca, oh, seriously, the, this movie, um, I watched it as a kid. It is... It's it is um it's Tim mental. Burton. It's Tim Burton doing a send up of fifties sci fi yeah, films. Like it's and it's got like um, Michael J. Fox and it's got Pierce Brosnan and Sarah Jessica Parker, um, Jack Nicholson Martin playing Short. two different characters. Martin Short. I love Martin Short. Like Jack Black's in it as well. Yeah, like, it's just fucking Wait. brilliant. Yeah. When's it from? Uh, late nineties, yeah. mid to late nineties. Yeah. Jack Black was a thing then? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah. a smallish role, but it's It's brilliant. really early days for him, but oh my God. Okay. Yeah, I love it. Um, well, let's go yeah. back. Any, anyway, back <laughs> back to this sci-fi discussion. Um, let's dive in and see how they, they um, stack up head to head. Now, a um, couple ways of looking at this. Star Wars is fantasy entirely. 
Um, There is no reality to the world um, that it's created or the constructs of what it offers. Again, there's sound in space for them. Um, There's characters like Jar Jar Binks. Like that, no no way in reality (laughs) would someone like that exist. Um, Have you seen our PM? True. Um, Take it back. Yeah, exactly. Take it all back. Um, Mia, sorry. No, then we go to... um, I think it's Misa. The fact that you know that, Drew, is even worse. You corrected me on what Jar Jar Binks says. You're worse than Jar Jar Binks now for that. That's an insult. Um, Star Trek, though, is science-based. It's set in the future of our galaxy, of our life and world and everything like that. Um, Or a parallel dimension. Yeah, or something like that. But, but, you know, it's... I don't know. Are you, that you're looking well, over yeah. He's looking over at Bianca and I have no idea because I've not seen a single <laughs> second of screen time of anything Star Trek ever. Anyway, there are certain bits of reality to what goes on in Star Trek. Yep. Um, if you are a Star Wars fan, um, you've been basically graced with 11 seriously good, well, no. mostly good nah. films. Let's mostly say good. nine films. Some films, um, some great films, and some shit. Phantom films. Menace, no. Attack of the Clones, no. no. The second half of Revenge of the Sith, yeah. great. Um, then we got the original three, brilliant. Then we've got the new ones, eh, yeah, bits and pieces together makes collective maybe maybe one and a half good films. Yeah. And then we've got Rogue. Rogue One. Rogue which One is, is the exceptional. best. Rogue One is uh, is up there with the originals. Yep. Um, okay. Solo. If I just saw Rogue One and the original three, oh, like, that'd be sensational. That like Rogue yeah. One to the original three, that's a good storyline. I'd be and so if, happy and with if that. Someone then said these films were made decades apart, and yeah, I'd be like, you know what, love it. Yeah, I'm in. Sounds good. Um, but anyway, you've got things like um, Caravan of Courage. You know, a Christmas special. The um, holiday special. Nine television series. Special. Nine television series, of course. Three series in production. At least one more movie on the way. Of course, there'll be yep. many, many more Star Wars. It has to be. Um, if you're a Star Trek fan, though, you've got 13 movies. Quality on those guys? Okay. Uh, uh, they're TV movies, but... Well, I mean, they went out to the thing, but they're TV the movies. Last, the last real. three are not. Yeah, no, Yeah, that's but true. they're made by J.J. Abrams. So there's got to be a level of dog shittery in there somewhere. It's J.J. Abrams, come on. There is. Um, the first one I liked. The first one's very good. Um, we've got seven series. Um, there's an eighth on the way. There's yep. two animated series. With a third um, one on the way. Yeah, third one on the way. Um, you've fortunately had movies that basically go along with the series. So, again, it's kind of like fan service for, at the end of kind of like a series or something like that, you'll have some movies. Um, yeah. There were six movies for the original series. There Correct. were four, four movies, movies for, for Next, Next Gen. Gen. And there were three movies now for the Kelvin timeline. Which However, is the J.J. However, the movies came before the television series. There's no, 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 no. So the movie, the 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 J.J. Abrams movies operate in a parallel. Yeah, universe. it's the, it, it's the same timeline, parallel universe. Someone went back in time. We won't say. Well, yeah, some, yeah someone, someone went back, went back in, time in time and screwed. It was Picard and, and killed, screwed. No, no, and oh. killed. James T. Kirk's father and blew up. Sorry, no, he just blew up. Captain Kirk. Um, Vulcan. Vulcan? Yeah. Yeah, Vulcan. Yeah, he blew up Vulcan. The, pla- the, the where, where Spock is from, the home planet of Spock. Yeah. 
So whereas in the normal timeline, there's a lot of um, Vulcan everywhere. Yeah. They're a highly populated species. Mm. They're almost extinct in the new timeline. Right. Is that the one where they talk like... No, That's they're the Klingons. the Klingons. Oh, okay. I was thinking of a comic book. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, look, we've got some um, progressiveness between the two series as well in terms of like, you know, kind of standing out for its time. Um, Just in the first series. Yeah. So in the first series... There's more then in of, the other of, series, but in the first series... The first series of Star Trek then, um, we had the first interracial kiss. Yep. Um, we had the first black woman in charge of something on television, I guess, we yep. think. Um, and we also had genderless people, which is... Again, think of that. It's progressive. In Star Wars being progressive, there were gay um, robots. Um, I'm looking at UC 3PO. Um, there was incest. And um, there's a bad guy that's actually the good guy. And I'm talking about Han, who shot first. Yeah, the anti-hero. Exactly. I like the comparison of progress. It's so stupid. It's ridiculous. And sadly accurate. Um, if we look at it then um, from this point of view, have you noticed I'm growing really hard to not say, um, isn't it interesting? Yeah. Yeah. Really um, uh, I'm proud of you. This. Thank you very much. I'm trying to get rid of it out of my um, vocabulary. Um, Star Trek, though, predates Star Wars by 11 years or yeah. so. Um, however, the first Star Wars... Uh, sorry, the first Star Trek movie wasn't made until about two years after Star Wars had come out. Correct. Star Trek began as a television series in 1966 and that ran for a year three seasons or something like that yeah and star wars didn't start with until episode four in 1977 it wasn't called episode four to begin with it was just no it it got renamed to episode four a new hope in the 1981 re-release why did they just decide it's going to be episode four why didn't they just say first episode is this one um, because because george knew then that he wanted to tell the middle part of the story because in his plan for all the trilogies, he knew that the middle trilogy was the one that required the least technological advancement to tell the story. I'd almost say that he should have thought that ahead about the um, prequel trilogy because, Jesus Christ, the special effects. Anyway, um, do we think that basically Star Wars was just george lucas's version of fanfic for um star trek like no. with no. like logic or anything like that a bit of like lunacy in it no. no george has been fairly open about where he took his inspiration from and it was the akira kurosawa's films in particular things like seven samurai which... oh no no i was gonna say the whole the difference between the key difference between star trek and star wars is the fact that star trek is a like episodic serial yeah kind of thing and then star wars is actually follows the ancient myth the hero's journey the hero's journey yeah yep. which is way. basically what, what odyssey like the odyssey was based on like the the story structure yeah. oh you mean like make out with your sister and you'll kill your father kind of thing well there's something very shakespearean in there <laughs> oddly yeah <laughs> i'm going yeah. back to oedipus yeah. kind of no oedipus no because yeah. Yeah. yeah oedipus and medea and all that use yeah. the hero's journey as well like they're not yeah yeah I, why do I know the two incests are Greek myth anyway? Because it's Greek. You have Orpheus True. and the Underworld. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, I'm, it is. Star Electra. Wars is a Greek tragedy. It is. No, no, no genuinely. Yeah. It is, that's yeah. why it's also called a soap opera because it's a... Yeah. You're right. It is a, it is, a it is space, ab- opera. space opera. It's absolutely, yeah. um, you know, a, a, a tragedy. Have you seen the acting in the first two prequels? Um, anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, no, like, okay. So you don't think that it... Hey, look, can I just be clear? 
I've not seen a single second of Star Trek, but I can tell you I'm probably a Star Wars fan more than a Star Trek fan, even if I watched all of Star Trek, because... I watched you buy an Ewok jumper. Because Star Wars... <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about... I love. I'm you are Star a... Wars. Yeah, you are because a Star, Star Wars, Wars is fan. Just, it's I, just so enjoyable as a ridiculous kind of weird fantasy tale. It's pure I would argue fantasy. It is, yeah, yeah, it is more fantasy and magical than it mm. is science fiction. Where, like, Star Trek is purely, purely science fiction. Yeah. That gets tiring. You want a bit of ridiculous. You want these great kind of classic sounding, you know, fighter plane or like Spitfire sounding spaceships driving, or driving, flying through space where there is no sound. Like, it's wonderful. You got to remember, like... You don't want that? No, no, I want that, but I don't want that in Star Trek. When I'm watching Star Trek, that's why I'm saying That's why Star Wars is... Awesome, because as soon as you start to break what's re- what, what could be possible in yeah. Star Trek, you've ruined all of Star Trek. Star Wars, eh, who gives a shit? Just do whatever you want. You know, we've got yeah, we've which, got which is wonderful. Fat, a big but, fat but slug guy being the head of a mafia. Um, and but that, that's, that's, that's the other thing. Face thing. Like it has this element of it's a pirate story mm. in all of Han's interactions. Then it's got this element of incest. Well, it's. <laughs> I we, just love to catch you off. Why have we discussed so much about incest? I just incest. love catching you yeah, off. Yeah, we've had this talk way too much. Tonight. No, but also last. <laughs> this is a fucking massive tangent. Last night, for some reason, I went to Carmen Audrey's for dinner, and whatever topic we came up with, for some reason, it always led to incest. And we're like, what the fuck is wrong with us? <laughs> like we were. Look, talking, I think you all hang around together too much. It's relevant to us, though. We're talking about how Luke made out with Leia before. George Handed. probably knew that they were siblings. I I feel like George knew. George, yeah. That's why he has a beard. Yeah. Because of some basement dweller kind of Again, it was thing. based on Greek tragedy, so I would not be surprised if he was like, ah, oh, Greeks did it. <laughs> <laughs> it counts. Yeah. Why not? It's how you keep the force in the family. I don't even remember what I was saying before the incest thing. Uh, you're talking about um, the things in Star Wars or something. Oh, yeah. So they've got like... That got it? Yeah. <laughs> no, but they've got in Star Wars, like, there's the piracy, the bounty hunting. Yes. There's like other yeah. elements that aren't necessarily pure sci-fi. And that's why Star Trek is enjoyable across many different people because it kind of leaks into these other genres. Oh, Star yeah. Wars or Star Trek? Star, Star Wars. Wars. Star Wars. Whereas Star Trek... Is sci-fi? Yeah, mm. like it's ground, I, and I love both. I'm Pure not. Gonna, I can't sci-fi. choose. I'm. I'm not ever going to mm. be a Trekkie, and I'm not going to ever be a. What do the Star Wars call themselves? Warheads, nerf herders. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to be either one of them because I. Womp I rats. genuinely love both of them. I keep doing the live long and prosper. I, I'm noticing. I'm watching you. Um, can't help it. Um, but yeah, I just anyway. Star Fair Wars enough. has many genres. Um. Okay, okay, I want to now, um, let's go to the best moment of um, either one. So, okay, let's, um, I, I, now I've got some written down here. Can I do one? Not just yet. <laughs> Hold on to it. I've got it written down here, and I want you to tell me um, if you don't agree with, if, if it's not one of these ones, that's fine. Let me know what you think it is, but I've got some examples. Go, Bianca. No, I am your father. <laughs> that's right, because that's a Mandela effect right there. Mandela effect. Going Luke, back, throwback. Yeah, throwback one week. Um, the other one was, we may have mentioned it earlier in the episode, 
Yeah. We had another um, Mandela effect to hit. If you can yep. hear me saying Mandela effect, bonus points to you. Um, okay. Yeah. So the first one um, that I've got in terms of best moments from Star Wars. Yeah. I am your father. Um, number two is potentially maybe kind of we've seen hyperspace being used throughout all of Star Wars, throughout all the, the different films and, and shows and all that sort of stuff. And finally, in the second last saga movie we got, yeah. we saw hyperspace and what it looks like when someone goes into hyperspace as in super slow motion because we're going so bloody fast and they use it as a weapon to basically kill everybody it was just you know what i love sensational that even in super slow motion that shot moves bloody quick yeah but it's also probably the the reason why i put it on this list is because it's probably the only moment in all of star wars film and probably television where there is no sound at all on screen from because a technical again, perspective, that is one of the single greatest. And that, that's why I put it on this list. I actually like that because yeah. in Star Wars, there's always either music or sounds because it's in space and they can have sounds, um, mm. or people or background noise or something or talking. It's the only time in in Star Wars cinema there is no sound at all, and that's why I put it on the list. Um, the other one being Rogue One, basically merging into. A New Hope, and that's why it's there, because Rogue One is the best. You know what, honestly, the entire last half hour of Rogue One. Can I just say, Rogue One, once I didn't realize what that story was until I saw Leia get the... And you were like, oh, it's this. Because I knew, I was like, oh, maybe they're getting the Death Star things. Mm. But it was only as Leia got them that I remembered the line where she goes, a lot of good people died for this. And yeah. it was, and that, that's what I'm like. Oh my god, these are the good people. This movie was spawned from literally the that line one line, and um, that that's I think that's why I love that movie. The so other reason much. I really like um, Rogue One and that part of Rogue One is because, um, for me, it makes the Death Star more sinister in in the sense of we didn't know that the Death Star could could go through hyperspace, really. Yeah, we kinda, we, it was alluded to because it just appeared everywhere. But we never really saw it, except for in um, Rogue One. They said something big is coming out of hyperspace. And then we saw it. Suddenly, the Death Star appear in view and it came out of hyperspace. And it was like, oh my God, it makes it... You know how when in Force Awakens, we got a whole planet and it was like, well, that yeah. makes um, um, the Death Star seem a bit more pathetic. The fact that this thing went through hyperspace made it more sinister and made the whole original trilogy even better to me um, i think I, I think as kids growing up with star wars we we weren't we weren't a generation that got to witness it when it first came out but i th- <laughs> as this moving Sorry. the chair is this philip moving in the chair yeah it's moving the chair oh my goodness it's leather sure it is anyway um we, we were a generation that you know did not get to see the first star wars when it first came out correct so I feel like we are somewhat desensitized to the impact of Darth Vader and the Empire because we've seen do, do, we've seen, we've seen other, pop culture. Do, do, yeah, we, we've seen the pop yeah. culture. We've grown up with it. Yeah. I remember as a kid finding it finding it to be a bit, and certainly finding the Emperor to be quite a terrifying figure. But do it, <laughs> yeah, do it. Um, <laughs> but I felt like when I went to see Rogue One, yeah. that first time watching it and you were there we, we were at a we were at a midnight showing i think at, at I think broadway so. i think so yeah, yeah. We, had a, we had a few of us there um did i see it with you guys because i saw a midnight showing i just don't remember who i saw it with i don't, I don't think know. you were with us i think i saw it with arthur because i had to make up for the fact that i missed the last movie with him yeah but 
in that film, especially toward that end there, when the Death Star appears and that corridor scene with Vader, mm. that was the first time I had ever felt truly terrified of Darth Vader or the Empire in something that I had seen of Star Wars. Well, see, I remember that the first scared. time I ever watched Star Wars. Yeah. Um, and I remember being afraid of Vader <clears throat> to begin with. Yeah. And I watched them all in one go with my brother. Um, and he was like, you got to watch this. You got to watch this. Uh, and I remember being scared of Vader at the beginning. And then I remember by the time he was the end and he became the hero. Because he did, essentially. Yeah. He saved yeah. Luke. Um. Which is, again, why the last three movies shit me to tears. Um, just the fact that they fucked up the prophecy and all that. Anyway. Yeah, absolutely did. Um, yeah, no. Like, I by the end, I was like, oh, Vader's a good guy. So, yes, I did get desensitized. And then, again, when you see Rogue One. I think this whole episode should have just been about Rogue One, to be honest. That's such a good movie. Oh, I agree. Uh, we'll let's move on to Star Trek because... Yes, we have the, Best moments of Trek. Yeah, these mean nothing to me. So I want you guys to deliver the ones that are written down here because I, I can't do them justice because they don't mean Drew, shit. first me. one. I, ca- I can't do Shatner justice, but... Khan! I'm just waiting for the mic. I will be editing that. Yeah, okay, fun. I'm, I'm looking at it on, <laughs> on the screen. Apologies <laughs> to headphones users. Um, yeah, no, that, so, yeah. that they then did in the, the movie. Yeah, so that's from Wrath of Khan, where Kirk's screaming out into the air because, spoiler alert, Spock died. Yeah. Didn't Spock die during, like, one of the TV shows, though, years ago? Spock died a few times. Spock dies a and few And then times. he sadly died at IRL, so then he died again. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but no, that, that scene is, like, epic. And it's just, it, I think it's even funnier because just, Shatner's such a dramatic actor. Right. He's such a dramatic man. He's a ham. Yeah. Um, then there's obviously just... I mean, I think we... Because Star Trek is so massive, you can't really talk about the greatest moments. You can just take a, talk about the greatest lines, and one of them is, make it so. Yeah. I've just seen... I've been introduced to the song that you guys showed me. <laughs> yes. Make it so, make, make it, it so, make it, it so. Why do they say that line Shut so up, much? Wesley. <laughs> Um, it's it's just Picard's thing. He just says. But why does everyone else say? It's it? like this is the way. Because he's the captain, and he says it. And then when they're like trying to, when they're when they're put in charge, him? yeah, it's, channel it's him. It's their version like, of do it. <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, and then obviously this the classic the line that everyone uses, and it's a massive pop culture reference. Beam me up, Scotty. You know, I've never actually seen the footage of that line being said. You know, we didn't Star even Trek. mention another one. Live long and prosper. Oh, yeah. Live long and prosper. Also, um, <laughs> what do you call it? What the fuck do the Vulcans say? <laughs> oh, I know the one you mean, but I can't remember <laughs> it either. Got it wrong again. Also, the, 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 well, just the fact that um, logical, all the time Spock is like, it's illogical. Yep. Um, and then the fact, oh, my God, the whole creation of... We okay. We, I can't believe this did not make any of our lists. But what's the? Oh my god! What's the angry alien race that we were talking about? The Klingons. And Klingons. The fact that there is a whole generation of people who speak Klingon. It's true. Yeah. It is true. Yeah, which is weird. And so Thing speaks Klingon. An oh, actress, okay. the actress who plays Gamora. Um. Oh my god! Man, Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana. Which is quite interesting because she also speaks Navi, thanks to her starring role in Avatar. Correct. Yep. 
You are a baby. Like a baby yeah. making noise. Uh-huh. But so look, um, <laughs> overall, <laughs> Star Trek versus Star Wars. Okay, can they be compared? No, no, <laughs> I don't think so at all. Flat out, no. I and I think so. I think it does have to do with the fact that they are just vastly different genres. Apples and oranges. Everyone says they're both sci-fi, sure. but they're really not. Oh, they're I, not. I know. I have, a, I have an important question. Last question for you before we move on to yeah, um, yeah. Uh, what the quote. Yeah, yeah. I want to know who had the lowest low. I'm going to say in Star Wars, there was either Attack of the Clones, Phantom Menace, or fucking Jar Jar Binks. And in Star Trek, I don't know. Is there something? Does Star Trek dip as low down as the quality that those two shit the floor on? <sighs> I think like... Because there's some pretty big fumbles right there by Star Wars. I think, like... Carry on a bloody courage, too. Jesus the original Christ. series is really overdramatic. But was it for all the, like that for but the it, time? I think it was for the time. But if you go, go look back at it now, it's kind of like hammy. It mm. is, but there are also these gems of episodes in there that still resonate as well today as they That's do That's very true. But then, like, I don't know. I don't know if Star Trek has like lows. It's very hard because Star Trek at its lowest still sits at mediocre. It doesn't really sit at low. Right. We did. We figured it out. Was it Deep Space Enterprise? Enterprise was yeah, the Enterprise is considered the, the lowest like, of yeah. the shows. But I don't but think it's that bad. No. I think the last season shit. The, but last last thing for you. What was the what Star Trek series had um, Alan Rickman with the purple thing in his hair? <laughs> Or the purple thing. What what series of Star Trek was that? I, I, I'm not even going to answer that one for you because I know. <laughs> it was the best Star Trek Galaxy Quest. Look, look, the best, I think it can be widely acknowledged, the best Star Trek movie is Galaxy Quest. And currently the best Star Trek television series airing right now is The Orville. The Orville. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. We are going to go to the what quote. And it's actually to do with our topic so from one of my favorite movies best debate about star wars and star trek ever listen up ah another week another quote it is obviously time for what the quote again and drew i'm gonna need your assistance for this one not a problem darth vader has asthma so name me one star trek character with a respiratory disease because i'm drawing a blank name me one star wars character who's gay Well, no one's gay in Star Trek, so why would I even do that? Captain Picard? Okay. Captain Picard is not gay, he's British. Yes, now of course that was an uh, argument between the Trekkies and Star Wars fans in Fanboys. Yes, it was, and this week's quote is... Be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. And of course, if you know what that quote is from reach out to us on all the usual social media platforms. Anyway, on with the show. Alright, so... This week, I, uh... Well, I, I guess we... Not, well, not the we in here, but the, uh, the, the we, we of my household uh, pulled a fun little prank. One of my housemates was interstate for a couple of days, so... Uh, not we, we. No, no. no the other not, we. Yeah, the, the collective we. Um, <laughs> so... So... Um, we decided to pull a little prank. Um, so his girlfriend, my other housemate, her boyfriend and I 
got together and blew up about 300 or so balloons. To I'd just like with. to again point out that I had an, I have a balloon machine to blow it up. And you guys went to a shop where I bought that balloon machine for all, from four five dollars. <laughs> and you bought 300 balloons, but you didn't blow up. By the blowing up and to machine. Be fair, and to be fair, I was at work when they went to Spotlight and bought 200. To be fair. And I bought another 100 at Woolies. To be fair, Drew. Yes. You guys fucked up. <laughs> also, Look, I've, we're seen, all I, I've seen- Full of hot air. I, I, I've, I've seen the we photos, fine. though. I've seen the photos, Drew. That There was a lot of air in those balloons. They, <laughs> yeah. they probably blew, blew yeah. those balloons up. You guys were probably actually probably feeling faint. You weren't- You, you weren't- as happy as you thought you were, you were about to pass out and you were on the point of delirium. I'm just pointing that out. <laughs> Look, whatever works. <laughs> so, yeah, it was quite a surprise when, when he got home. <laughs> um, Look, I've, I've got photos, I've got videos. Um, we had the foresight to set up a camera and tripod um, to film the thing. Um, of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> um, how did you take it when you found it? Oh, he loved it. Um, it. It was actually quite quite amusing. As soon as he saw it, he shut the door again and then <laughs> shook his head, opened the door and dove through all of them to the other corner of the room so he could be surrounded by them. Turned out he'd actually played the same prank on his former housemates some time oh. ago. <laughs> Full circle, guys. Full circle. Indeed. But look... You know, as we were blowing up all these balloons and getting all faint and delirious and <laughs> such, <laughs> I got all nostalgic, as we seem to have a habit of doing yes. on this show. Um, do you guys remember on Play School when they used to sometimes show a video that would demonstrate how something <gasps> yes. was made? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what started my love of watching YouTube videos of how it works. How things are made. Yeah. yeah. Like they, they were they were great. There was always like the highlight. I'm like, oh my god, I, I'm watching Play School, but I get to watch something else inside Play School. But it's, I I I think um you know isn't it interesting that they they show such a fascinating <laughs> thing like that on a program for for kids, basically something like that. I know what I just said. Yeah, I, I know what I just said. I, Move I, on. I planned for you to say it. Yeah, like <laughs> it is interesting though that they do have things like that on a yeah. show like that. But and then of course those videos. Uh, evolved into programs like BTN. Oh, BTN behind the bloody news, or um, uh, was it the the Channel Ten version, Totally Ten News, or whatever it was? That's the one. Oh my goodness. Okay, so when I was um, gathering information mm. for this, I could not for the life of me remember the Channel Ten one. I just remembered that Channel Ten had one, yep. and I couldn't remember totally the damn 10, name. Totally Ten News. Totally TTN. Ten. Oh my god. Thank what you. A crap name. Thank you. Behind you the news. saved You're me. Welcome. I. I thought I was suffering Mandela effect. I was like, am I no, remembering something a, that didn't exist? And Sandra Sully did it. I didn't want to sound like an mm. idiot and put no. it in the show. Yeah, and Sandra then have Sully. you guys be like, what? That wasn't a thing. We um, um, we had... Um, what was the one on Channel 10? The one with the, the great kind of rave song. Um, totally Wild as well. I used to watch Totally Wild when... Sometimes during ABC, they'd put like really shit shows mm. on at 5.30. Yeah. Or 5 o'clock, I think, was on. Anyway, whatever. if it was a really shit show, then mm. I'd switch to Totally Wild. 
I remember I never really understood who Totally Wild was for. I thought it was really adult, so I didn't watch it. I was like, oh, this isn't for me. Turns out I was just an idiot. But that I thought it was song, for though, I thought it was for like twelve year olds, and then was, by the time I got to twelve, I was like, mm, this is for little kids. Yeah, <laughs> that was no like hey. it was this weird thing where sometimes it was felt like it was too old for me, and then other times it was just yeah. like this is too young for me. I don't know, Drew, if you remember, there was a show on ABC that almost, um, it's called Backyard Science. I remember Backyard Science. So do you know how I went to McDonald College? That was so good. Literally every kid in my year was in Backyard Science. Really? Yeah, they were all the kids. The guy, the main guy from Backyard Science ended up being the the guy that was in the, um, uh, uh, What's the the John Marsden book? John Marsden? Tom Tomorrow Marsden. when the war began. Tomorrow begins. in the war. Is it John Marsden? Yeah, it's John Marsden. That's the yeah. same. That's the same name yeah. as the guy from um, uh, Red Dead Redemption. I just realised. Oh yeah, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, John Marsden. Well, anyway, yeah. yeah um, that was filmed in my town. That movie. yeah. Um, uh, Tomorrow when the war began. The guy in there, the stoner with that beanie on. That's the main guy from. Yeah. Um, the host from um, Backyard Science. Um, oh. but do you... that talk just quickly? That taught me about the pen trick. If you put three pens in like a like um, without the lids on on your shoulder and you tap it, you probably only feel one. And I le- that's when I first learned about the idea that we have less nerve receptors in certain parts of our bodies that don't require the nerve receptors. Sorry, continue, Bianca. Oh, I was just gonna say, um, yeah, like I said, all the people in my year group were in backyard science, and I was really good friends with. Do you remember the Indian chick that she was in like every other episode? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, her name was Indari. She's really nice. How did they get to be on Backyard Science? I went to a music... It, was, it wasn't just a music school. It was an acting and all that school. And whose backyard did they use? They, I don't know. I never asked. <laughs> they use but their own it, ones? It Is that so how funny. the ABC kept the cost down? I have this problem down? where I... Because I, I did go to a school with a lot of like famous people. I don't recognize them mm. at all, even when they're on TV. But like I didn't realize they were all on Backyard Science until after I left that school. And one day Backyard Science reruns popped up on TV. And I'm like... I know them. <laughs> oh my God, um, I know these people. And alternatively, right. when I was watching shows like Alice in Wonder, the Once Upon a Time in Wonderland and all that, yeah, the main character on that, Sophie Lowe, um, I was sitting there watching the show and I liked the show. Mm. And I was sitting there going, oh, why do I know her from something? Like, what is she from? I can see her in my head in a red uniform. I can totally see her. And I just remember her spraying deodorant on herself in this scene. That's all I remember mm. her from. Um, she went to McDonald College and she asked me to use my body spray once. And that's what I was remembering. <laughs> I had to go onto her IMBD. I went onto her IMBD page IMDb. first. She was on Home and Away. You said the B and the, B, the D. Or whatever, IMDB. She was on Home and Away. I looked up all her Home and Away She's scenes. There the wasn't there. Then I went on to her wiki page and then it said McDonald College. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. I just remember her from the locker rooms. But it is. Anyway, back to the topic. Yes. Uh, so we also had stuff like Sesame Street. Yes. Of course, we were all raised on the street. All raised on the street. Um, is that... I mean, I know it's set in Brooklyn, but you know there's Al- Alphabet City in New York City? Yeah. Where we hung out? I feel like that's Sesame Street. I feel like that was originally Sesame Street and then it moved. Do, 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 I don't know. Do, 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 is Sesame do, do, because do, do, do. it's like open Sesame or is it Sesame? I don't know why it's called Sesame Street. Sesame. I always thought it had to do with Big Bird. 
Because <laughs> he, uh, he would eat sesame. Well, I just assumed he ate sesame because birds eat sesame. Well, didn't he live behind like some wooden doors next to Gordon's house or something? Yeah. Yeah, in a giant bloody nest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what how Snuffleupagus was how there too. Weird would that be? Snuffleupagus was my favorite. Isn't it? No, I was going to say the I line. I love elephants. I was going to say the line, but I'm not going to say the line. Isn't it weird how, or the story behind why Snuffleup- Mr. Snuffleupagus isn't um, in Big Bird's mind anymore? Do you know why they stopped doing that as a no. thing? So you know how it was always, it's just his imaginary friend and he's ne- no one's ever seen him for real? Yeah, yeah. The reason why they made it so that he's real and he's acknowledged by the adults is because they didn't want kids to think that things that couldn't be said because they'd just be dismissed by adults should be unsaid and that you should always say it, for example, being like molested or something like that by an adult. They don't want it to be that the parents won't believe you if you say something like, I've got an imaginary friend. Yeah, sure you do. They're not real kind of thing. No, always say it because that could be true. Always say the truth. Like always tell what the situation is. That's really yeah. like sad. Yeah. That's, that's why they made it. That's why that is the reason, not just a, but a another theory, brilliant the example reason. of the children's television workshop and the things they absolutely were doing. being on point. Pioneering it. What about there's the other the other um they really, were like they had a lot of like child psychologists on that show. Well, I, yeah. I, well, yeah. one one thing that I really learned was how to answer the phone from Sesame Street. They were the, had these guys that would say yep yep yep, and then when the phone would ring, I just go. No, I'm not, not being serious. You know the yep, yep guys? Yeah. What about the twins? You know the twin, the conjoined twins? Yep. They're always fantastic. Or the dog people. Or Bert and Ernie. Bert and Ernie, the gay couple. Oh, there was this Sorry, massive brothers. debate. Sorry, best friends. There was this massive debate recently about whether or not they're a gay couple or they're best gay friends. Couple. Have you seen the jumpers they wear? They, they're gay. They have pigeons, for Christ's sake. But, but no, 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 no. But, but the, thing was, yeah. the thing was, the thing was... The, the the argument was a lot of people were like a lot of americans were like we don't want them to be identified as queer icons because they are identified as queer icons and like a lot of queer people were saying that was the first time we saw anything queer that was okay that was okay and like they knew they were gay from a young age they yeah. didn't understand but they were like oh but bert and only live together like they didn't think of them as sexual or like hmm relationship or whatever but it mm. was just this when they got older they were like oh yeah that's that's who i identify with and it's just there's that just whole the kind adultness of about it well yeah but it's just this that whole kind of thing of like if that's how you th- that was the brilliant part of sesame street because however you chose to see your favorite characters and your favorite puppets like i actually really liked oscar the grouch and i think it's because when i was a kid mm. When I wasn't really allowed to be angry, mm. which is kind of a weird thing to say, but like I was always told because to, I was the only girl in the family, I always had to be polite and all that. My cousins were allowed to be boisterous and like all that, but I always had to be really, you know, the girl. Um, but Oscar the Grouch was just this person who could do what, say whatever he wanted, he could be mad at whatever he wanted. I just really liked that. Mm. And I also liked Cookie Monster because I thought, he, one, he was blue, which was my favorite color at one point. Aww. And two, he ate cookies, which I liked. I also liked Grover because he used to piss off the other guy. Grover was my favorite. Oh my God, Grover was so cool. Just the way he'd piss off that bald guy. I liked the way Grover's arms moved. Yeah. But like, just like how you see the characters when you're in, watching as a kid. Is, I just think Sesame Street is mm. very brilliant. But I, however you see the characters as a kid, you should be able to see it and you should be able to accept it and your parents shouldn't be able to tell you like adults should not be able to should not tell the kids no no you have to see elmo like this yeah 
The fact is, I actually never knew Elmo was a three-year-old until I was an adult. Mm-hmm. I always... Elmo's three? Yeah. Oh, he was just a Elmo's three. monster. Elmo's three. Like, he's supposed to be like a toddler. Oh, he was just a monster. But he had his own apartment, so which is why I was like... Yeah, Elmo's fish. world. Yeah. Named Dorothy. No, Dorothy. But... I also thought as a kid that the, the name was... There was a character on Sesame Street called Bob, but I thought his name was Bob. And in fact, both my sisters thought he was Bob. And mum was like, who, who, what do you mean, who? And we'd be saying Bob. And we also thought the name was Oscar, not Oscar. I thought they were two oh, different that names. Americanism shining yeah. through. Yeah. I, I also used the- to watch Turkish Sesame Street when I was a kid because we had Turkish TV, oh, which was very fun. confusing at some points <laughs> because, no, no, Turkish, Turkish Big Bird's like genuinely horrifying. Oh, God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's all right. I I like that Sesame Street never talked down to children and that's something that um, certainly growing up watching the Muppets as well and it's all from the mind of Jim Henson that he never wanted his characters to talk down to anyone that it was always about meeting on a level and educating by being an example, and I felt that that always shone through on Sesame Street. I think the one the one thing that Sesame Street did did wrong was that it set me up with um, unrealistic expectations for what commercials were. I thought they were just a bunch of things counting and stuff like that, and really, they're pretty boring. It's not a whole bunch of one, two, three, four, five, one, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, two, eleven, twelve. Three. Do, 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 do. None of that. Thank you. Ah. Ah. Uh, None of that. And, and <laughs> programs being brought to you by... No, I don't give a shit about bloody Gaviscon and all this other crap. No, I want to know that it's by brought the to me by the letter... Works. No, I want to, to know that it's brought to me by the letter Y and the number 12. Do you know Nothing what I really to do with sponsors. The fact that the numbers and letters also had puppets. Yeah. That always truly made me happy as a kid. I also learned to not waste water because in cases of a fish losing its water from the thing, from the pond outside where my water's coming from. And the song, don't waste water, 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 water. What was the movie where they went into Oscar's garbage can? Oscar in Grouchland? Elmo in, isn't Elmo in Grouchland? (laughs) I don't know. I've not seen it. It's the adventures of Elmo in Grouchland. Anyway, that was my favorite. I used to watch that a lot. Sound means one thing. It means uh, it's time for us to go now. But of course, we <laughs> we have our sick Kent of the week to award. And Bianca, we've come to the conclusion that there can only be one winner for true hypocrisy in the face of a serious well, event. We all nominated the same person because there was just no question about it. <laughs> how Correct. how could you get better than Senator Andrew Clyde this week? Uh, Senator Andrew Clyde came out and did a very long statement in the senate uh about january 6th yes that is the um the attacks on the um, capitol building in the u.s the american catastrophe yes now we have some photographs and videos that have been circulating the uh internet and if you look up andrew clyde on any social media platform you will see these photographs and videos of andrew clyde on the 6th of january being a shit scared little cunt yep Hiding in a corner. Yep. Petrified of what was going on. Yep. Yep. And you know what Andrew Clyde came out in the Senate and said, guys? That all of the people who were on there at January 6th, if you really looked at them, they were just ordinary tourists. 
I don't think so, dickhead. You Does he mean that that's how they the, were perceived? or They were walking in the right areas. They didn't do the wrong thing. They just... Like, for example, sitting at Nancy Pelosi's desk and going through a personal thing. They were just touring the White House. I didn't know graffitiing was part of no, apparently the it tourist is. experience. So I'm going to go there and I'm going to do that. And if I get in trouble, I'll just be like, but Senator Andrew Clyde said I was allowed to because this is what tourists can he, do. He said I could touch everything in his desk. Yeah, he said I could go and like steal stuff from his <laughs> could office. Could you imagine you just open up his door and walk into his room and he's like, excuse me, what are you doing? And you're being like, a tourist. I'm just being a tourist. Just oh. And then you just grab his chair and flip it over and be like, tourist stuff. Yeah, bye mate. <laughs> yeah, little piece of shit, dirtbag. He is definitely... There, there is a great video circulating um, Twitter at the moment. I think it's it's pretty popular of Andrew Clyde making his statements and then... But side by side as his statements are saying they actually show footage of what was happening on January 6th and it's just like and tourist then they stuff. show put it, footage of him helping barricade doors yep. from the tourists yes um, again tourist stuff tourist stuff those mm. damn tourists <laughs> every time I, if you think about it Israel are being tourists it's just tourist stuff in, um, yeah it's just tourists they just they just look just it's, tourists. it's both people and bits of metal attached to rockets just being tourists in Palestine. <laughs> They're just being tourists. That's horrible. So just but being that's tourists. Funny. Well, if we're using this dickhead's logic, just being tourists. Um, yeah, just being tourists. Uh, <laughs> I mean, again, you think of something tragic like you know, like nine eleven isn't even. Does he view those? Oh, that's horrible. Those, uh, uh, alleged Muslims on the plane. Does no, but seriously, if he thinks that. Um, the, the January 6th capital attacks the, the were plane, just tourists. The plane was just Does touring. Does he think that they were just being tourists? The plane was just touring uh, the Twin Towers. Yeah, like, where, like he, he can't be so hypocritical on something and say one thing is tourism and another thing is terrorism. That's bullshit. Like, you don't get Are to... Are you sure this isn't just like you mispronouncing things? Bob? He, he meant Maybe. to say terrorists, oh, not tourists. Oh, to our Australian ears. Yeah. He's yeah. like... Tourist. 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 But, but you know what I mean? Like, you can't be so one view of one thing and completely the opposite on another thing. You don't get to do that. You have to be yes, impartial. You, you get. You have to be impartial on how you view these things. And he is being so biased, it's not funny. Idiot. <laughs> Dickhead. Hypocrite. And I hate hypocrite, uh, hypocrisy more than anything else besides... More than... Um, what was the last president's name? Oh, the former administration. I yeah. almost said it. My mouth opened to say it. And then I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> you don't say that. I know what you're trying to do. What's our prime minister's nickname? Uh, the marketing guy. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, yes. Um, I, I think that there is no doubt about who our sick Kent of the week is. Senator Andrew Clyde, you are our sick Kent of the week. Sorry, we can't give you a tourist visa, but you can have this award. You can have the tourist I visa mean, instead. I please don't come to Australia. We don't need that kind of tourism. No. No. Um, anyway, until next week, Drew, thank you. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Bianca. Thank you, Bianca. Thank you, Drew. Thank you, Phil. Yep.